The Crossman Conversation brought to you today by Community Legal Services, Maynard Cooper, Frontier Partners, and Roto Speaks. The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. The Crossman Conversation is hosted by John Crossman. John's heart is to see our community of leaders unite around what we have in common. John will be joined by political leaders, religious leaders, as well as activists making a difference in our nation. Here is your host for the Crossman Conversation, John Crossman. Hello, this is John Crossman, and welcome to the Crossman Conversation. Mike, how you doing there, buddy? Hey, I'm doing great, man. Listen, before you get started, I got just got to tell you one quick story. Is that okay? Sure. Listen, man, I um I will tell you that all the stuff I do and all the different things I've done um, as a leader, one of the things that's been the greatest honor is being a trustee at Bethune-Cookman University. I know you love that No, place. I do love Bethune-Cookman. Yeah. I do. It's one of the most special places in my life. You could not, there's no way to untether my heart to Bethune-Cookman University. And so to be in leadership is really great, but you know, you tend to like, sometimes like you're kind of uh, doing kind of big picture stuff and you don't always get to connect with the students at university as much as, you know, you'd like to just because there's stuff going on. So would you believe today, today, we have two students as two our guests. Two more today. students. Two students, Bethune-Cookman University. So thank you students for being here. I'm so delighted to have you both. And so first we have Danae Allen. So hello, Danae. Hello. That's such a pretty name. Thank I love you. it. I love it. <laughs> um, and you're a freshman and you're from Tampa, correct? I am. Awesome. Awesome. So glad you're here. And your elementary education. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. And with her is Donovan Totley. Did yes. I get that right? Yes, sir. Yes, you did. Um, I have heard they call you Dunk Master Supreme or something. Is that true? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but you're a senior. You're from Maryland on the basketball team. Yes, I'm a student athlete from PG County, Maryland. That's um, awesome. That's yes. awesome. And a communications major. Yes, sir. That's fantastic. That's right. fantastic. So first, I just want to get to know a little bit about each of you a little bit. So I'm just going to play a little game with each of you. Is that okay? All righty. All right. So um, Donovan, I'm going to start with I'm going to start with you first. Okay. All right, so here's what I want you to do. I want you to visualize this. You ready? You're in the NBA championships, okay? And you're the starting point guard, all right? So you can pick four other players on your team that you're going to play with, okay? Any era, you get any four players. So you got to pick another guard, two forwards and a center. Donovan would have on his dream team in the in the NBA championship would be who? Go. Who would it be? Name him. Um, Kyrie Irving, for sure. Gotta have LeBron. Gotta have a, a maestro, the orchestrator, <laughs> and um, I would say Shaquille O'Neal. And this one gonna surprise a lot of people, but one of my favorite guards ever is uh, Mahmoud Abdul Rauf that played with the Denver Nuggets, and he went to LSU. He's one of my favorite players ever, and yeah, that'd be my dream team. I think we we'll win for sure. He went by Chris Jackson in high school, did he not? Yes, he did. I remember when he played high school. Listen, Mike, he had a high school game. I remember this. This is back in the day. Which was in a game, shot a three-pointer, turned around and started running back, and then it hit, like, oh. in the game. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. He shot the ball and started running, and it went in afterwards. Oh I remember yeah. I just, I remember him. Yeah. I think he's closer to my age. He's an like older yeah, guy. Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, he's yeah, no. Gentleman. Yeah, yeah. So I, but I know I remember him from, from back in the day. He was ridiculously good yeah he a magician absolutely yeah and then you pick Shaq so you could pick two LSU guys yeah, yeah. Shaq and I are about actually exact same age and uh Shaq's mom BCU grad so well done mm-hmm. I, I I'm sure you planned that in your answer right so do you think that team that, that that group would have good chemistry would you have good chemistry with them I think I would I'm, yeah. a, I'm a pretty good uh team doctor I believe yeah I, so. I think I can manage the personalities of the superstars gotcha 
I uh, I got to meet uh, Coach Phil Jackson one time. This wow. is crazy. He spoke at an event I was at, and uh, when he got done speaking, he did a Q&A, and he clearly had, like, nothing else to do. The Q&A went, like, crazy long. And then he ended it, and then, like, people were all leaving, and he stayed there. I went up to him, like, one-on-one, and I, I got to the point where, like, I have no more basketball questions to ask the guy. But he talked about um, coaching uh, Rodman, right, and, like, dealing with Rodman and all those personalities, and same kind of thing, like, working together to get that chemistry together. Cause, so you got the best players, but you can't get them to get them along with each other. Yeah, you can't win nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. All right, so, today. Yes. Same question. You're No, I'm not going to give you the same question. <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that to you. Let's talk, about, let's talk about you. So you do say elementary ed? Yes. And um, uh, what specific grade? Um, I'm really looking at third grade right now. And, I, think, I think, yeah. And why third grade and not like second or fourth grade? I think third grade is very critical. That's when the curriculum starts changing for mm -hmm. them um, a lot of times. And then you start developing your personality. I mean, like you've always had one, but like you're really stepping into it. So you need someone to really invest in you at that point. And are you saying that like, because that's like um, for your own personal experience or were you taught that? Like, is that a well-known psychological thing that that's the grade or how, how do you know that? That's... I don't study philosophy, <laughs> but um, it, I think it's from personal experiences, right. honestly. Um, in third grade, I was really struggling with identity and I, I had a teacher that invested her time hmm. into me and I still have her number to this day. How about um, that? Yeah. So that, that was very critical for me. So I want to be that for somebody else. That's really awesome. My, uh, my daughters had the same kindergarten teacher mm -hmm. and last year when my oldest daughter graduated high school we had a party and we invited her and she couldn't come because she was getting married that day uh, but we're having one for my second daughter and she'll be invited again but she has stayed in our lives she was their second their kindergarten teacher and now one's in college one's in high school but we've stayed in touch with her all these years she meant so much to them so teachers really can have that kind of an impact they can so you you want to be that person i do that's really cool that's yeah. that's really cool that's amazing mm -hmm. <laughs> life-changing right it is um being an educator is very important mm -hmm. um, because kids are in school majority of their lives, five days a week, eight to three. Right. And then after school programs as well. So like a teacher is very prominent in their life. That's mm -hmm. the first example of what they have it besides their parent. Right. Yeah. Well, and you know, some teachers like really, really care and some are completely checked out. Like that's, that's, a, that's a thing. That's true. And students know, right? Students know from that experience. And, you can definitely and the ones the that are, are passionate and poor to the kids, it can be, it can be life-changing. Mm -hmm. There's so, a need for teachers. Listen, I did not know uh, that I was dyslexic until I was in my forties. I didn't know that. I just, I secretly just thought I was dumb. You know, like my friends made good grades and I worked really hard and I'd made bad grades, but, or, you know, okay grades, I guess. Um, but it would always bother me. But when I was in junior high school, um, I took speech class mm -hmm. and then um, uh, that teacher got me on the debate team. And so I did debate. And so speech and debate made sense to me because the way my brain, because my brain doesn't work like other people's brains, like it made more sense. Mm -hmm. And we stayed in touch like all these years. And then a couple of years ago, he um, passed away. He was in a car accident. He died. And his widow asked me to come down and give his eulogy. Would you believe it? I went down and I gave my favorite teacher's eulogy. Is that crazy? Oh, and dope. I and I used the skill that he taught me. That's dope. Isn't that funny? That's crazy, yes. right? So you really can impact lives. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So you did seem like you had an opinion on the NBA final lineup. That's why I was. I, I did. Was, I all did. right, all right. So did you have any different, different? If so, if you had to pick, you can pick, you can pick the lineup with you. So pick four players in your NBA. And it doesn't have to be like point guard. Or anyway, you can just pick, just pick them. Like why not Kobe Bryant? That's a really good player. 
That would be right. No, it was his pick, you know, so, you know. Yeah, so he I He didn't choose... say Jordan. I would have said Jordan, so that's okay. So you're saying Kobe. <laughs> I would choose Michael Jordan over LeBron James any day. Listen, this is a family-friendly show. We don't want to cause problems here, okay? Okay, okay. So you're picking, you're picking Jordan, Kobe. Mm-hmm. And I don't know any other players. All right, that's, that's it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I would pick, uh, I would add, if I had those two, I would add in uh, Horace Grant. Okay. Put okay. In, and then I might put in like uh, Dwight Howard and a Bill Russell. So you think I'm beating his team? I don't. That's a pretty strong. That's a pretty strong matchup. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I think that's a game. I don't, I don't know. That'd be I, a good game for I, sure. I, I heard he was in a fraternity called Phi Slamma Jamma. That's what I was told. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He's pretty strong. He's pretty strong. That's funny. So um, uh, uh, we're gonna take a break in just a second. But just in a word, uh, Donovan, how's been your How's been your college experience? We just describe it like in a word. How's it been? Um, revolutionary. Revolutionary. That's a huge word. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly how I feel considering how much I would say knowledge itself and opportunities I've been presented since being at Bethune-Cookman University. It's definitely been, um, I would say, a launch pad to my future success. That's awesome. That's really awesome. We're going to take a break and I want to hear more about what that future success looks like. Um, before we do that, thank what do you think? Well, tell me a word. Rebirth. Really? That's see, Mike. Yes. Those are strong, strong words, right? I would strong give that. words. Strong words. Rebirth. Yes. Uh, explain that. I was a different person before I came to Bethune Cookman University. You wouldn't believe who you're sitting and talking to. This is the molding and the making and the teachings of what they do at Bethune mm-hmm. Cookman University. This is a product of that. So, rebirth. Wow. That is really powerful. Revolutionary rebirth. We could put the, the whole that whole thing right there. The whole thing right there. That's fantastic. Well, listen, guys, uh, can you hang up for a few more minutes? Can you hang up? Absolutely. All right, so we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to be back with two amazing students from the Bethune-Cookman University. This is the Crossman Conversation. Community Legal Services is a civil legal aid organization providing no-cost legal help to the underserved. They call it Legal Aid for All. Their attorneys assist with legal issues related to family law, housing, domestic violence, veterans' benefits, and much more. Community Legal Services is a community-supported program. To learn more and help support the mission, visit clsmf.org. That's clsmf.org. Community Legal Services. Legal Aid for All. I'd like to thank Maynard Cooper and Gale PC for being a sponsor of our program. Maynard is a full service law firm with over 350 attorneys and 14 offices nationally who serve with professional excellence in everything from corporate and business matters to day-to-day legal issues. The office in Central Florida focuses its practice in real estate, corporate transactions and organization, banking and finance, along with trust and estates. To learn more, visit MaynardCooper.com. Are you willing to serve communities in crisis around the world to people who are impoverished, oppressed, and persecuted? Frontier Partners International offers mission opportunities in areas least served to meet the needs of the helpless, hapless, and hopeless, and is currently serving earthquake survivors in Syria. Share the love and joy of Christ and give the gift of a hope-filled future to someone in desperate need. Learn more at FrontierPartners.org. That's FrontierPartners.org. 
Managing a team that has a lack of accountability and effective communication can be frustrating. Bill Roto-Rooter can help you build a cohesive team and a collaborative work environment. As a retired commander of the Navy's premier training system and research development organization, Roto has the experience to help you build trust and a high-performing team as you navigate high-pressure situations. To schedule a complimentary call with Roto, go to rotospeaks.com and complete the form and put the Crossman conversation in the message field. Once again, here is John Crossman. All right, we are back at the Crossman Conversation with Danae Allen and Donovan Totley. Thanks again for you two lovely, fantastic students being here with us. And I was just asking you guys to talk about, you know, a word to describe your experience. And you guys picked great words, you know, revolution and rebirth. So it's been very powerful for you. So let's talk about your future. And Donovan, you're, you know, you're graduating in like five minutes or something. <laughs> so yeah. so what's, what's next for you, my friend? Um... So my next step is I'm definitely going to master school because I still have athletic eligibility. Oh, awesome. So I'll be able to have some more years to, I guess, uh, be a part of Five Slamma Jamma. Nice. And also I'm going to, I'm looking at internships um, and really just continue to build, I would feel, my media multimedia empire. That's my aspiration and goal because I understand just how you're doing here with the message you project, it controls and alters the brain waves of all the youth and listeners. So we got to start programming positivity and not negativity. Boy, that's so true. It's so true. Like uh, what you listen to, what comes into your mind. And, you know, when I was in college, uh, their band Nirvana uh, really kicked up and uh, they changed the face of music. And, mm-hmm. you know, the thing about them is like um, really unique sound. And of course, since they came out at an important era in my life, I really like their music, but what I've noticed is that over time is that if I listen to a lot of their music, what's going to happen is like, it's going to negatively impact me. Like it, it's, they're just kind of a downer as far as a band. Like they're, I don't mean to disrespect their fans or their music, but like, it's just, if I listen to a lot of it, it's just really negative. Yeah. So I hear what you're saying is like, if we're more thoughtful about like what we're listening to and putting into our ears, it can really impact you. Is yeah, that true? Absolutely. The consumption of, you know, uh, we have to be mindful of the things we consume on a daily basis, not just our food. We're so, uh, uh, I would say, focused on nutrition, but it's also mental health and mental nutrition. So that's um, something I'm doing with World Class Winners Therapy. That's my multimedia company that's uh, aimed for positive mental health for young entrepreneurs and young athletes or athletes transitioning after injuries, trying to find that next step to success. It's so great you're saying that because, you know, um, athletics is such an awesome beginning, but it's not the end, right? Absolutely, right. And the great athletes I meet, we had Charlie Ward on the show, you know, I mean, yeah, you know, he played with the NBA and he won a Heisman. Mm -hmm. And uh, we also had Danny Werfel, you know, also won a Heisman. And and those guys did great things in their 20s, but they've done phenomenal things in their 30s and their 40s, right? Right. What you don't want to be is somebody that's always been known for what you did at 21. You want to be like taking the next step of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I think the great ones really figure that out. Yeah. You know, I think about like a Michael Strahan, like there are people like that or Emmett Smith. I did a thing with Emmett Smith and it was so funny was he told me that there's people that knew him from dancing with the stars Wow! and they never knew, they never knew he played football. They had no context of that at all. Yeah. Right. But he has continued to use that skill set. So the discipline's great, but it's where you apply that. Uh, yes. That's yes. awesome. And that's similar to what, um, uh, Danae said and being going through rebirth, she also, uh, how Emmett went to the Dancing with the Stars and Michael Strahan is on 
uh, Good Morning America right. doing uh, analysts. It's all about, you know, the next evolution and how you kind of, um, I guess, go through a metamorphosis of being... We- Strahan had a great story too because when he was still playing, he would do some TV, like a local kind of TV mm-hmm. stuff. But he, that's where he cut his teeth, right? Like you have to learn. You can't just jump in and do that. You know, knowing your mark, knowing the beat, and all that kind of stuff. Like it's it's another skill set, and you can learn it. Um, but you you so you can apply the what you had before, but to keep going with it yes. as well. Jeff Driscoll has been on the show, and he's uh, been in the NFL seven years, and he talked about when he goes to training camp, he can tell what players are going to make and what not who are not. Because the ones that are making bring a notepad and pen, and they're and the, you know they're they're taking notes yeah. like they're learning like I'm learning a new skill. And when kids are like sitting in the back and not paying attention, they're not going to make it. Nope. Right. And so it's the same true as life. So Danae, mm-hmm. you're going to graduate five years later. You are teaching. What's going on with you? What do you what do you think the future holds for you? What you're trying to do? Okay. So the goal is to teach for a little bit and then go back to school. Um, and I want to get my PhD from there and then become a professor. Oh, wow. So okay. I want to do post-secondary education That's after fantastic. the fact. But That's... I do want to work with my little ones because you can't do stuff like that and not understand every role. Right. And then eventually maybe once I'm done being a professor, probably go um, to like superintendent of like the district and things of that nature, but like just keep climbing. I would never be complacent with one thing. We had uh, uh, Dr. Clara Walters on the show, and she was the first uh, black woman principal of a high school in Central Florida. And she had all these different things, that she, barriers, things like that. And so she's obviously older and retired, and sort of retired in her career. She's still doing it. She's still she's mentoring. There's like elected officials that she's mentoring and coaching and things like that. And so. There's people who have done that, which is really, really cool. And I love the thought you're saying that, like, actually graduate, teach, and have that real experience. Because I would imagine dealing with the kids is probably, like, super awesome. And dealing with the parents is not always awesome, right? But that's a real-life thing. And so it you is. learn perspective, and you, and you learn that dynamic. So that's it's another tool in your toolbox. It's another muscle you have and mm. to work on that. So I like that. And, you know, the the whole thought about going to grad school is, like, there's some value in having life experience and then going back, mm-hmm. right? So that's really cool. That's really, yeah. really cool. I am looking for grad. Like, I'm, I think I want to go to FSU for grad school. Go Knowles. Go Knowles. Well, you know, it's uh, uh, as we talk about, it's trying to find the right school for the right student at the right time of their life. I always mm-hmm. try to think about, like, what's the skill set to be poured into you? And, you know, one thing I would say just observationally about that, you know, biases in any way, but, like, going to a, 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 a private Christian HBCU and then getting a graduate degree from a state university, that's a cool combo, right? It and is. because they have some things you can they can give to you and you have some things you can give to them, mm-hmm. which is very cool. I wanted to make sure that for my undergrad, I got my experience from my people. And then I could navigate like easier through the world, you know, with the different challenges that we face, because we do, um, before I actually just jump out there at a state university, you know what I mean? Yeah, listen, I, I totally know what you mean because I think I go I go back to it's like, what's the thing that you need? What's the skill set you're trying to learn? And mm-hmm. you're getting strong and then adding another skill. I, I totally get that. Absolutely, yeah. totally get that. Um, Donovan, when you think about um, how if a person doesn't know anything about BCU or HBCUs, uh, what would you want them to know? One thing I would want um, somebody who is... I would say not privy to the great legacy and historical significance that HBCUs have. I would say that 
especially for young African-American kids and high school uh, students. It's only 107 of them, like, countrywide. And for us to have 107 of our own creating institutions by our ancestors, it has to be a level of pride to say, you know what, we want to go here and, you know, keep the legacy going on. As Mary, her mantra, um, and enter to learn, depart to serve, that being such a, the motto of our school, we have to look at that as a whole, I would say, younger demographic and just appreciate that and realize it's places for us to go with opportunities and people who care about us. Like since being at uh, Bethune-Cookman University, I've come into contact with a black-owned uh, enterprise sanitation company called Safe Pass Clean Air, and they specify in clearing the air and mold out of rooms. And these are companies in school and, uh, I would say, programs that are here for us that are trying to help us, but we have to be willing to go back and, I would say, come together and work with ourselves and love ourselves and not keep running away from each other. I like that. Um, I want to add something to that, if that's okay. I Absolutely. totally agree with that, and this is, this is an addition to. Okay. So let's visualize uh, over at the University of Florida while you're at Bethune-Cookman University, uh, there's probably a group of some young white males that are business majors that their desire is to be CEOs, right? Nothing wrong with that. Um, so in their desire to be CEOs, um, do we think it's important for CEOs in the future to really understand diversity? Would we agree? Yes, that's important. Yes, yes. Do we think that those young white males at the University of Florida uh, have a good understanding of diversity? And then so that's it maybe, but probably not. They were just sort of guessing. It's probably not. Would Would you uh, have an understanding of diversity? Uh, personally, I feel like I have a, a great understanding of diversity. Me. So let me cut you off real quick. So here's what I'm trying to say is for their goals of becoming CEOs, mm-hmm. do you have something to offer to teach them? Oh, uh, of course. So do you follow that? Yeah, yeah. So obviously like it's really good that we have BCU alums that network and connect together. And there are some skills that BCU alums have that UF alums don't. No, that is very true. And if we're in a healthy relationship, we're giving and receiving. Mm-hmm. So BCU alums can give some things to our state that other people just may not have. Yeah. And I mean that in a healthy way. It's just a healthy, like a giving, receiving kind of a way to think and, about it. And to your point, that's um, I feel that is one of our biggest blessings is being humans and children of God, that we all have our unique skill sets and abilities to provide to the world. It's just being confident and um, I would say believing in yourself. That's what world-class wellness therapy is about, believing in yourself and believing that you can step into that higher version of yourself and become more. And so I think when we start doing that and start appreciating, you know, um, each other, even the young white males from U of F, they will have the love that we have for their institution and their culture, how the world loves black culture and African culture. So I think it's a beautiful mix of what the world will become. You know, if... um if we're Christians, we uh, share the same blood of Christ. If we share the same blood, that makes us family. Family. There you go. Mm-hmm. And the body has different parts. And, and if one part's unhealthy, the whole thing's unhealthy. And we got to work to take care of our, our family. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much. You're both such exciting young people. Thanks for being here on the Crossman Conversation. I hope you'll stay in close touch with us and let us know if there's any way you can ever be a help to you. And uh, this has been John Crossman, the Crossman Conversation. And as always, support your local HBCU.
This has been Crossman Conversation, produced by a Crossman Career Builders Mark Radio Production.